0: You know, I had always wondered what it would be like if God himself ever played PGA golf. I'd always wondered how good would he be. And now I know it's Taylor hes That's how good God would play. Flawless. The best golf you've ever seen. Can't do anything wrong. Has the magic touch. It's incredible. The the, the man is a true God. And all it took to get to watch God play was a whole community of donkeys getting together and making him like 16% own jock. Whatever anyways i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna shit on him i'll save that for the wednesday stream i do want to point out there is still 36 holes left so just watch because i know somebody that might mush him i know somebody that might mush him so just be careful before you start dancing on my grave what's up guys specifically you not n- n- you new guy even you can tell i've had a couple drinks what are you gonna do brought to you by Topachico, chico as always it's in that sponsorship still waiting to hear on you I'm the Degenerate 75. I'm a high-limit PGA DFS player that's trying to teach you how not to suck at it so bad. Am I going to tell you who to pick? No. Am I going to tell you that you can become a winner? Fuck no, but am I going to tell you how you could suck a lot less at this stuff, and maybe, you know, if you do everything right, become like a, you know, break-even play over the long run? I'm going to try, I'm going to try, and the biggest edge is Showdown, and that's what we're going to be doing here, the Showdown Hoedown, where we're going to break down the round three slate for tomorrow, and we do this every Friday, and we do round four every Saturday, and then we do a live stream for week-long every Wednesday, and if you're not there, you're a fucking loser, and I don't want to hear it, okay? Guy who pays the rake and always loses and can't figure out. I played Pendrith. Why am I not winning? i I fucking come to the stream, I'll tell you why, homeboy. Hey, go give me a follow on Twitter, The degenerate 75 You have to notice that these videos don't have any ads on them, right? It's because I'm not a fucking poor, so I'm not, you know, monetizing this. But all I ask is that, like, maybe you go give me a like and a sub if you would because the channel's blowing up and I'd like to keep the momentum going. That's all I ask because you're getting, like, what, 15 to 20 minutes of entertainment and endless knowledge here. That's a pretty... S- Pretty sweet trade, if you ask me. Also. You see this big-ass wheel right here? See this thing right over here? Yeah, what that is is that's a big-ass spinny wheel that every uh, Wednesday on the live stream I spin, and I give away free tickets. Not like, hey, here's 20 bucks. Fuck off, loser. More like, hey, here's a ticket. We're going to make it together. I'm going to enter it, and anything that ticket wins, you and I split 50-50. It's pretty cool. You get to make a lineup with me, and uh, you know I, I, I know a little bit about this stuff. I know a little bit about this stuff. All you got to do to get in that drawing, go drop a like on this video, and go comment down in the, Down in the uh, YouTube uh, comments here, who screwed up your six of sixes this week, right? I got to tell you, I got to tell you, it was Nick Hardy for me. That mother father came out double bogey, double bogey today and said, I will kill your dreams before you even have them. And I said, thanks, dickhead. Uh, Who did it for you? Put that in the comments. Put your uh, Twitter handle. Also, go over on Twitter, retweet this show and give it a like, and that will also get you in the drawing. Or, you know, you could go leave a five star review on my Apple pod and that'll get you three names in the hat and I spin it and you win. It's pretty easy. It's pretty simple. I think that's enough. Intro. Let's get going. Let's shut the fuck up. In case you're wondering how my week-longs are doing, yeah, I hope you watched the stream Wednesday. Oh, there's no such thing as a weather edge. Didn't hear any of you weather deniers out there today. How about a full stroke and a half from my wave versus the other wave, you donkey dick? So, um, are the chalk donkeys hitting? Oh, yeah, they're smashing hard this week. But it doesn't matter because I literally have 20% of my lineups are 6 of 6 versus the field is like 8%. So 2.5 times leverage on the 6 of 6 all kinds of guys at the top of the leaderboard got some really good six of sixes, and we gotta we got a sweat heading into the weekend. And a week long, that's truly all you can ask for is to have more six of sixes in the field and have some guys at the top of the leaderboard with a real sweat. That's where we're at. How do I have such great leverage? Is because I have magic picks. Ooh, I'm I make picks. No, no, no. Picks are stupid. That's why you should get off those stupid doubt sites. Picks are stupid. You know what I have? I know how to play the game, and I know how to like uh, read fucking weather. And so now I have a huge. Huge edge on the field rolling into the weekend. It's that simple. Check out the stream, the emergency stream every Wednesday. I'm not changing the name. You shut your mouth, you horse. All right, here we go. How's the course playing? Well, as I told you, the course played uh, well for my way. That played really well, and overall, it played about a shot, a little over a shot combined between the two days under par. So pretty easy, right? But what we're really going to want to focus on is, uh, you know, like. W- Who can score on this? Like, was there a time that could score? You would think, oh, the morning guys score better on this course, but not necessarily because the morning wave today actually scored a full, what is that, Uh, a third of a shot worse than the guys in the afternoons. We can't just go with that whole narrative tomorrow, right? So that's what we're going to be. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the field. But first, I got to talk about contest selection. People need to know this stuff. This is the first way you don't waste your money, new guy, is you don't get in stupid contests. Like, let me give you for instance, you got 30 bucks and you want to play tomorrow. Don't go toss two lineups in the big $15. I actually like that DraftKings is starting to take showdown a little bit more serious. We'll just keep building this community and showing them that there is interest. And hopefully they will continue to produce good contest. This one is better than than it's been but it's still not great right 25 percent going up up top and then you know like it just it just falls down really quick 10th place which is what I always like to look at just 500 bucks imagine you beat 15,590 people and you only get 500 bucks on your 15 dollar ticket that sucks because you earn the 99.9 what, eight percentile, and you're getting 500 bucks back on that. That's why I don't like this contest per se. But if you do want a mass multi-enter, you do want to hit a home run, this is the one to play in. But I'm telling you, don't play in this unless you're, at minimum, going to play 25 lineups. I will, st- I will die on that hill. You're going to play 500 bucks tomorrow. If you want to if you instead of doing 35 and that, just go just go toss it one in this 555. Uh it's a really good contest. Payout structure is a lot flatter. Uh, I don't think it's ever a great idea to put one entry into something where the big dogs can put six, but I still think it's better than being in that fucking lotto uh the $15. You can never go wrong with your $100 and $200 single entries, the $5 single entry, and I think they actually have a $5 multi entry right here. Uh, yeah, you can put up to 85 in this. A lot uh, flatter payout structure. I like this one a lot more. If you're wanting to, you know, do 50 bucks tomorrow in showdown or 100 bucks, go toss go toss 20 in this. I think you'd be much better. Uh, you can also never go wrong with the $12 single entry or the 20 maxes. Last one, just I promised my dude Nick I'd talk about this one. Uh, he called it a six max. It's not really a six max. It's just that the pool is so small they'll only let you uh, one person enter up to 3% of the lineups. Um, it's a pretty solid contest. 44 bucks times six. Uh, what are we looking at there? Uh, 264 So, like, you're going to be able to, you know, Max this and have a legit shot of winning because there's only 212 people. The key is determine how many players you like. Let that number of players you like dictate what kind of contest you are playing. If you like 30 guys in the for showdown tomorrow, well then go play like in like uh, something really cheap where you can enter, you know, a hundred lineups. If you only like 10 guys tomorrow, look at a three max. And if you only like six, seven, eight guys, well then just put it all in a single entry and make that bad boy count. That's it. Okay, moving right along. Oh yeah, did you know, speaking of uh, contest, I uh, had a really smart dude on my pod last week. Yeah, I have a pod and it's doing really well too, just like this YouTube channel. You should go check it out. You see it? It's right there. It's the Degenerate 75 talks golf with smart people. And so far I've had on Andy Lack and I've had on Brian Hooper. And Monday, I still ain't going to tell you who my guest is going to be, but I'll just tell you in the DFS world, he's about as big as they get. So if you're not subscribed to this, you're not tuning in, what the hell are you doing with your life? You put this on at work, you put it on while you're commuting i don't care it's a smooth hour it's not necessarily dfs it's just golf in general so go check it out mother father all right let's get to what matters here people let's get to the weather the weather tomorrow looks um well, uh, insignificant, I guess is what I would call it in one word. Uh, and matter of fact, we're actually kind of seeing opposite of what we see. You almost always see uh, mornings be lighter with afternoons uh, picking up. And tomorrow, it's almost the opposite. I mean, not that it ever gets particularly high tomorrow. I would say this. Don't factor in the weather at all tomorrow. There you go. That's the answer. I will say this: the one thing I could say is there is it, the, there does appear to be a little bit of rain tonight uh, in in the greater Detroit area, right over on Eight Mile Road, I believe. Uh, let's see, a little bit of rain the, tonight? Are you you know? No, I mean, what what, what are we talking about? Five percent chance? There ain't gonna be no fucking rain. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. So yeah. So this has. Uh, insignificant amounts of rain we're not going to count that i was going to say maybe that would make the green softer but i would just take weather out of your equation tomorrow tomorrow is just a straight game theory day game it's going to be you know who can you play that no one else is playing because if you don't know there's a lot of luck involved in showdown and once you embrace that life will be a lot better hey just so you know I finally made it, guys. I finally made Oh, by the way, we're checking more than one site. It says the same thing. I've already looked at them. If the weather was significant, I would tell you. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. It's the fucking ranch water. Deal with it. It's the only time I drink is for these shows. i got to have high energy. So just so you know, we made it, guys. We finally made it. You know you are not successful in life until you get some fucking haters. And I definitely got some haters now. Uh, normally, they're just in my little YouTubes giving me the thumbs down on my videos, which is hilarious because I'm the only one that can fucking see that, you morons. But now I got they're, they're at me on Twitter, and my dude, Michael Cavaluna, stood up, stood up for me, and I told him I'd give him a shout out. So thank you, you mother father, for standing up for me. I really enjoyed watching you on Tap in Birdies. Keep up the good work, my brother. Uh, okay. Uh, let, let's, let's keep it flowing here. Let's go, let's go talk a little bit about, um, uh, the, 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 the tournament and who are some good guys to play tomorrow. Well, here's a good rule for tomorrow. Who the hell is going to be popular? Cause really tomorrow more than any other day is a game theory day. Okay? And if there's two things I had to bet that people are, there's three factors that will lead to who people are going to play tomorrow. Number one, who is the most expensive? I don't have the salaries here in front of me, but I'm going to assume it's going to be Finau, Cantlay, uh, all the big names that made the cut are going to be the most expensive. Homo, Will Zalatoris cam Young people like that because I think all the big names basically made the cut right even cam Davis uh, squeaked in there right so that's number one that's those guys will be popular because people will naturally spend their salary now the fact that all those guys made their cut will not I don't I think that will help keep some of the chalk off of off of some of them the next thing people are going to look at is who played really well today. Because people love to be like, oh, he played well today, so he'll play well tomorrow. I mean, okay, I think that's some very flawed logic, Hillbilly, but like, well, let's roll with it for a minute, okay? So using that logic, Cam Young, God, a.k.a. Taylor Pendrith, uh, Russell Henley, Cantlay, Stallings, Finau, Hodges, basically all the guys at the top of the leaderboard are going to be very popular. Just because people perceive they're playing better, they'll continue. Game. But I would be remiss if I did not tell you that Saturday Showdown has gotten a lot sharper. It's it, Have I had an influence on it? Absolutely. But so there's other people putting out good content that preach some of th- these same ideas. And what people are starting to realize is Saturday Showdown, there are no placement points. So don't go chasing guys at the top of the leaderboard when you can get somebody just as good as them down the leaderboard who may be ball striking but not putting. And so what we really need to look at, and I think what we'll tell you a lot, is guys that are a little bit further down down the board that are playing really well t to green that those are the kind of guys uh that that um that i would be that i would be looking at hold on i gotta go back to event t to green who's been killing it uh some guys further down the board i'm just i'm scrolling here i I do no preparation uh a guy like jonathan vegas well no i want to find some big names like if, if there's any big names down here like where's our boy uh Where's our boy who barely made the cut? Oh, Willie Z. Let's let's just go scroll down here to the bottom. Uh, what's the cut? Minus three. So somebody like Keegan Bradley just uh, sneaking in. Chris up killing it off the tee. What a monster! Uh, okay, there we go. Will Zalatoris is a perfect example of somebody you think you're gonna get clever with, and you're gonna get at low ownership, right? Oh, uh, nobody will play Will. He's way down at t fifty nine, bro. Will Zalatoris is ball striking. Will Zalatoris costs money and Will's, and people think that he will be low owned. That is the holy trinity of him being sneaky high tomorrow. Like I, this has happened more than once. At least 3 times I can remember specifically on Saturday showdown where some big name down at the bottom comes in the highest owned. I'm talking highest owned like 25 or 30%. So, I'm not telling you not to play Will Zalatoris cuz A, I don't give a fuck who you play and B, uh, maybe if he's the nuts play, it doesn't matter that he's the chalk, right? But what I'm saying is don't think you're getting sneaky and he's going to come in at 5% and you can just toss him in a couple lineups and you'll be fine. If you're going to play Will Zelletoros, I'm telling you, commit to that, mother father. Um, other guys that are down here, look for big names that are, that are ball striking, right? Names that are going to cost money because people are going to spend their salary. Tom Kim is another one right here I'm seeing uh, that is ball striking. Uh, 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 Chris Goderup is ball striking and these guys are going to come in sneaky high owned Troy Merritt ball striking can't make putts this is what people will be looking at and this is what ownership is right but I'm gonna give you I'm gonna come at you at a different angle I'm gonna tell you this one of the smartest dudes in the showdown industry I'm not gonna say his name he likes to keep his shit private but he's definitely one of the five best players out there He told me that, like, he realizes something. I'm like, why are you so successful at showdown versus other people? You know, everybody, there's different strategies that work. I said, what is yours? And he said, people just don't realize how much luck there is in a single round of showdown. And they don't embrace that. What the fuck does that mean? Well, I kind of got to thinking about what he means by that. And the answer is, is like, no matter what these stats say or how horrific a guy is playing in a single round, They can turn it around. Shit can change and they can then become an amazing play, even though there was no signs indicating that they should have been a good play. And when you understand that and you embrace it, I think that that is the new way to pivot off of, ball strikers. Oh, he's ball striking. He just can't make a putt. Trust me. I like that too. When nobody is looking at a scrub and I see he's ball striking, but not putting, I'm interested in him. I understand that because it's the easiest thing to flip. There is logic to that argument, but to act like that is the only way to make your roster construction is just, it's a fucking noob take. It is newbie as shit. So, um, with that in mind, here's something I want to look at. I want guys that spun their wheels today. Who just didn't have it today in round two? Who was not playing well today in round two that made the cut, right? So I'm going to just go down here to the minus three. By the way, all of this is on data golf. None of this is behind the paywall. Go look at this shit yourself. If you're like, hey, you're not giving me no picks. I'm not going to watch again. Well, great. Kick fucking rocks because I'm never going to give you picks. So some guys that um, did not play particularly well today but made the cut. Like Cam Champ looked terrific. Minus three strokes on approach. Backdoored into making the cut on the number. Just hot, hot guard. Did Peter Malnati really make the cut? You mother father. Cool. So Cam Champ uh, just completely backdoors in. No reason to play him tomorrow. He looked horrific. He could never do well. I mean, that's what I'm talking about, right? Henrik Norlander. Just look at that. Two and a half strokes off the tee. Can't putt. Can't chip. Can't play that fucking loser. Or maybe he just had a bad round. He's due for a bounce back. Just like, you know, uh, Cam Young and Webb Simpson, uh, you know, you look at their two rounds. Cam Young looked very, very average in round one. He was a god today. Webb Simpson looked like a god round one. Very, very average today, right? Shit flips. Okay. Even after Webb's round one, he's like, I feel so good and I'm so confident, really. Did you feel confident when you were making like nine bogeys in a row? A hole. Uh, Other guys, let's see. Uh, Other guys that kind of just spun their wheels today. You know, we already talked about old Willie Z. Cam Davis, I mean, like, he just did nothing today. He could not get going, and his putting was horrific. Okay, that's the kind of guy I want. I feel like I'm going to get an ownership discount on him. And because all the big names made the cut, I think that will keep his ownership relatively down because everybody's going to have those top five guys to choose from in the salary range. I don't have the salaries up. I'm sorry. I can't fucking put them up because fucking Slapdick Fantasy National doesn't upload in time. Max Homa. He started to figure some stuff out today, and honestly, he had one of those rounds I love the most where he played well, but he didn't play so well that it's like, oh my God, I got to play him. He is unstoppable. So very, very tempting round. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, Webb Simpson is horrific. He sucks. He could never play well. He'll bounce back tomorrow. Well, maybe he won't. Maybe he'll go shoot a six over. But I'm telling you, in a showdown world, Webb Simpson is the kind of guy you want because he's got like a minus six coming in him tomorrow or a plus three. He'll blow up your lineup or he'll save it. If Jason Day ever learns to putt, he almost looks like a real golfer again. And he just kind of spun his wheels today. Kurt Kitayama spun his wheels today. These are guys I'm looking at. When you go over here and you just go sort by all these best guys, I mean, I don't want to pay an ownership premium for these guys and rule number one of... Showdown, it's fucking really hard to stack Two really good rounds on top of each other I mean, I know Taylor Pendrith, aka God can do it, but like, it's really Hard to do, yes, Finau looks like a world Beater, I'm not telling you not to play any of these Guys, I'm just saying it's really hard to back that shit Up and they're going to be super owned So are you going to get leverage on those guys? That is The question So that's what I'm. that's what I'm thinking, I'm thinking I want Guys that spun their wheels, I want guys that are Showing signs that they could never do well tomorrow And I'm just going to play completely contrarian That's what I'm going to do yeah, everybody's going to zig tomorrow all zag because in a single round of showdown for Saturday when there's no weather edge, we're all just fucking guessing. So give me the low owned slap dicks and let's see what happens. That's that that that's how I'm playing. Do I want you to play like me? No matter of fact, I really don't want you to play like me. I want you to go play like all the donkeys. Okay, because in that world where my guys, you know, flip and they start doing well and all the chalk guys kind of just spin their wheels. Now I'm cleaning up. That's my that's that's how I roll. Okay. Uh, So if I had to go with one guy I'm definitely playing tomorrow, one guy I'm definitely playing tomorrow, his name is Taylor Pendrith. Because fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Taylor Pendrith, you can go fuck yourself. I'm going to mush you. I might put you in every lineup just to destroy these week-long donkey souls. Taylor Pendrith, you are a god. I am playing you. I'm playing him. You can't stop me. One guy, I am definitely fading tomorrow. Not a chance in hell. Um, Well, that's a pretty easy one. I'm definitely not playing... Uh... Well, I say it's an easy one. There's two. I am definitely not playing Patrick Cantlay or Tony Fina tomorrow because I have them in so many of my week-long lineups, and I have a lot of live bullets in uh, week-long because I did the weather stack, and if you didn't notice, it was the fucking nuts. So I will definitely not be playing either of those two. It's just simply a hedge, guys. Um, If I have great leverage on my week-long lineups, why play them at showdown? If they go smash tomorrow and and, and kill all my showdown lineups, well, that just means my week-long smashing too, right? And you're like, well, but uh, that's not good logic because Cantlay's really owned, bro. Can'tley is not more owned than me. I literally have him in 100% of my lineups, so no one has more leverage on Can'tley than me. So uh, I, I'd be perfectly fine if Can'tley goes and just uh, lights this course on fire tomorrow, and he will be in zero of my showdown lineups. If you're feeling, hey new guy. Thanks again for staying. Don't forget to go like and subscribe. If you're feeling like I'm not giving you much here and you want more, well, don't forget, I did start a Patreon. It has over 250 members, and people really like it over there. And I'm not gonna, and you know the amazing thing is these people on my Patreon, we're on a Discord, we're all connected to the Discord. They are over there and like they don't say, Oh, I'm over here for the picks because they don't fucking get any. But you know what they do like? They like the community and they like they have a bunch of people that cheer for each other, and like there's no dickheads over there other than me. I've got dibs on being the one asshole over there, right? So if you're interested in that, you want to support me you like that i don't put ads on my videos come join it you won't regret it it's a pretty fucking cool community with a lot of smart cats over there um something to consider um yeah and uh don't forget i got a youtube page go like and sub people uh i think that is it um is there anybody anything else i'm looking at my big board to see if i forgot anything i still have up wednesdays so i'm probably forgetting something that's it don't forget, go like and uh, subscribe. And then also leave down in the comments with your Twitter handle who was the one guy that fucked up your six of sixes? Uh, I have to tell you, if I have one parting piece of advice, showdown tomorrow kind of fucking sucks. There's not a huge edge. And when I don't see a huge edge, I don't just play to play. I mean, I know my name's the degenerate, but like I actually do care about my bankroll and I protect it because, like, you know, I need to live off of it. And so um, I will be playing tomorrow, yes, but. Am I going to be max entering the $15? Not a chance, not a chance. So, you know, maybe save a little bit of your bankroll. Don't do as much tomorrow. Save a little bit more for Sunday where we know there will be an edge, especially if God himself, Taylor Pendrith, is like three shots ahead of everybody. Can you imagine what his ownership will be? Oh, let it happen, Jesus. Uh, Wait, let it happen, Taylor. So that's it, guys. Uh, I appreciate you coming by. I think I'm gonna do a prize picks video tonight, assuming those fuckers get it out in time. It's been real, guys. We'll talk to you later. Hope you enjoy. My outro.